Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be always acceptable in thy sight. O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 95 on page 459. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hands are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. Today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation, and as in the day of temptation in the wilderness, when your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my works. Forty years long was I grieved with this generation, and said, It is a people that do err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways, unto whom I swear in my wrath, that they should not enter into my rest. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 123, on page 503. Unto thee I lift up mine eyes, O thou that dwellest in the heavens. Behold, even as the eyes of servants look unto the hand of their masters, and as the eyes of a maiden unto the hand of her mistress, even so our eyes wait upon the Lord our God, until he have mercy upon us. Have mercy upon us, O Lord, have mercy upon us, for we are utterly despised. Our soul is filled with the scornful reproof of the wealthy, and with the despitefulness of the proud. If the Lord himself had not been on our side, now may Israel say, if the Lord himself had not been on our side when men rose up against us. They had swallowed us up alive when they were so wrathfully displeased at us. Yea, the waters had drowned us and the stream had gone over our soul. The deep waters of the proud had gone even over our soul. But praise be the Lord, who hath not given us over for a prey unto their teeth. Our soul is escaped even as a bird out of the snare of the fowler. The snare is broken, and we are delivered. Our help standeth in the name of the Lord, who hath made heaven and earth. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the eighth chapter of the book of Judges. Now the men of Ephraim said to him, Why have you done this to us by not calling us when you went to fight with the Midianites? And they reprimanded him sharply. 
So he said to them, What have I done now in comparison with you? Is not the gleaning of the grapes of Ephraim better than the vintage of Abiezer? God has delivered into your hands the princes of Midian, Oreb, and Zeeb. And what was I able to do in comparison with you? Then their anger toward him subsided when he said that. When Gideon came to the Jordan, he and the three hundred men who were with him crossed over, exhausted but still in pursuit. Then he said to the men of Succoth, Please give loaves of bread to the people who follow me, for they are exhausted, and I am pursuing Zeba and Zalmona, kings of Midian. And the leaders of Succoth said, Are the hands of Zeba and Zalmona now in your hand, that we should give bread to your army? So Gideon said, For this cause, when the Lord has delivered Zeba and Salmona into my hand, then will I tear your flesh with the thorns of the wilderness and with briars. Then he went up from there to Penuel, and spoke to them in the same way. And the men of Penuel answered him, as the men of Succoth had answered. So he also spoke to the men of Penuel, saying, When I come back in peace, I will tear down this tower. Now Zeba and Zalmona were at Karkor, and their armies with them, about fifteen thousand, all who were left of the army of the people of the east. For one hundred and twenty thousand men who drew the sword had fallen. Then Gideon went up by the road of those who dwell in tents on the east of Noba and Jogbiha, and he attacked the army while the camp felt secure. When Zeba and Zalmona fled, he pursued them, and he took the two kings of Midian, Zeba and Zalmona, and routed the whole army. Then Gideon, the son of Joash, returned from battle from the ascent of Heres, and he caught a young man of the men of Succoth and interrogated him. And he wrote down for him the leaders of Succoth and its elders, seventy-seven men. Then he came to the men of Succoth and said, Here are Zeba and Zalmona, about whom you ridiculed me, saying, Are the hands of Zeba and Zalmona now in your hand, that we should give them, we should give bread to your weary men? And he took the elders of the city, and thorns of the wilderness and briars, and with them he taught the men of Succoth. Then he tore down the tower of Penuel, and killed the men of the city. And he said to Zeba and Zalmona, What kind of men were they whom you killed at Tabor? So they answered, As you are, so were they. Each one resembled the son of a king. Then he said, They were my brothers, the sons of my mother. As the Lord lives, if you had let them live, I would not kill you. And he said to Jether his firstborn, Rise, kill them. But the youth would not draw his sword, for he was afraid, because he was still a youth. So Zeba and Zalmona said, Rise yourself and kill us, for as a man is, so is his strength. So Gideon arose and killed Zeba and Zalmona, and took the crescent ornaments that were on their camels' necks. Then the men of Israel said to Gideon, Rule over us, both you and your son, and your grandson also, for you have delivered us from the hand of Midian. But Gideon said to them, I will not rule over you, nor shall my son rule over you. The Lord shall rule over you. Then Gideon said to them, I would like to make a request of you, that each of you would give me the earrings from his plunder, for they had golden earrings, because they were Ishmaelites. So they answered, We will gladly give them. And they spread out a garment, and each man threw into it the earrings from his plunder. 
Now the weight of the gold earrings that he requested was 1,700 shekels of gold, besides the crescent ornaments, pendants, and purple robes, which were on the kings of Midian, and beside the, besides the chains that were around their camels' necks. Then Gideon made it into an ephod and set it up in his city, Ophrah. And all Israel played the harlot with it there. It became a snare to Gideon and to his house. Thus Midian was subdued before the children of Israel, so that they lifted their heads no more. And the country was quiet for forty years in the days of Gideon. Then Jerubbaal the son of Joash went and dwelt in his own house. Gideon had seventy sons who were his own offspring, for he had many wives. And his concubine, who was in Shechem, also bore him a son, whose name he called Abimelech. Now Gideon the son of Joash died at a good old age, and was buried in the tomb of Joash his father, in Ophrah of the Abiezrites. So it was, as soon as Gideon was dead, that the children of Israel again played the harlot with the Baals, and with Baal Beareth their god. Thus the children of Israel did not remember the Lord their god, who had delivered them from the hands of all their enemies on every side. Nor did they show kindness to the house of Jerubbaal, Gideon, in accordance with the good he had done for Israel. Here ends the first lesson. Together Benedictus says, Blessed art thou, O Lord God of our fathers, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the temple of thy holiness, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou that beholdest the depths and dwellest between the cherubim, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou on the glorious throne of thy kingdom, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven, praised and exalted above all forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the 26th verse of the 8th chapter of the Gospel according to St. Luke. Then they sailed to the country of the Gadarenes, which is opposite Galilee. And when he stepped out on the land, there met him a certain man from the city who had demons for a long time. <clears throat> and he wore no clothes, nor did he live in a house but in the tombs. When he saw Jesus, he cried out, fell down before him, and with a loud voice said, what have I to do with you, Jesus, Son of the Most High God? I beg you, do not torment me. For he had commanded the unclean spirit to come out of the man. For it had often seized him, and when and he was kept under guard, bound with chains and shackles, and he broke the bonds and was driven by the demon into the wilderness. <clears throat> Jesus asked him, saying, What is your name? And he said, Legion, because many demons had entered him. And they begged him that he would not command them to go out into the abyss. Now a herd of many swine was feeding there on the mountain. <clears throat> so they begged him that he would permit them to enter them. And he permitted them. Then the demons went out of the man and entered the swine. And the herd ran violently down the steep place into the lake and was drowned. 
When those who fed them saw what had happened, they fled and told it in the city and in the country. Then they went out to see what had happened and came to Jesus, and found the man from whom the demons had departed, sitting at the feet of Jesus, clothed and in his right mind, and they were afraid. <clears throat> they also who had seen it told them by what means he who had been demon-possessed was healed. Then the whole multitude of the surrounding region of the Gadarenes asked him to depart from them, for they were seized with great fear, and he got into the boat and returned. Now the man from whom the demons had departed begged him that he might be with him. But Jesus sent him away, saying, Return to your own house, and tell what great things God has done for you. And he went his way and proclaimed throughout the whole city what great things Jesus had done for him. Here ends the second lesson. Together, Benedictus. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he hath visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our forefathers, and to remember his holy covenant, to perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham, that he would give us, that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him, all the days of our lives. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways to give knowledge of salvation unto his people, for the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high hath visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us and take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O God, the protector of all that trust in thee, 
without whom nothing is strong, nothing is holy, increase and multiply upon us thy mercy, that thou, being our ruler and guide, we may so pass through things temporal, that we finally lose not the things eternal. Grant this, O Heavenly Father, for the sake of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge who standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings, being ordered by thy governance, may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning to all. The story from Judges, this chapter has a few things in it that are, you know, worthy of sort of reflecting on. The, it, it has a, a kind of um, example of the, the importance of um, hospitality in the ancient world, of, of, of so the refusal of two cities to uh, give supplies to <clears throat> Gideon his men become extremely culpable offenses um, uh, to those cities and, and the consequences later on. Also, the, the killing of Ziba and Zalmana by, by Gideon um, is when he un understands that they have killed his relatives, um, he would have the responsibility as, as the avenger of justice to, to exact justice. He acts his son to do it, uh, but he's too young. To, he is, he probably hasn't done a lot of that. So, um, but that's, that's, that is justice in the biblical sense. When you don't have a police to call and you don't arrest people and they don't go to trial, you, you, so the avenging of his family was also part of biblical justice. But the overarching point of the story is the tremendous victory that God gives Gideon and then the unfaithfulness he immediately falls into, the asking of jewelry and the and the creating of the ephod, which is some kind you know some kind of religious thing that the pre what's a religious thing that the priests wear, but it's here for uh, Gideon going to be a kind of symbolic focus, I guess of, but it's idolatrous because people it's a, it's a kind of image, but it recalls the situation with Aaron where he makes the golden calves, he asks for jewelry. He, he puts it together and makes something out of it. So Gideon asks for jewelry, puts it together and makes an effort out of it that becomes a focus of idolatrous worship because you're not supposed to make images like that. And so the end of the story is that Israel, who was in such dire straits, who turned to the Lord and repented and God covers, the, uh, God accomplishes his great victory, all of a sudden falls right back into the same to serves the Baals. And spiritually, it, it reflects on our way of, of you know, we, how we can trust God in those dire circumstances and be zealous in prayer and promise the world. And then when things die back down, this tendency to fall back into compromises. You know, it corresponds with the New Testament lesson in a sense that the, the, the Gadarene demoniac who is healed, he's set free from oppression in the same way Israel is set free from oppression. And, and um, Jesus tells him to go tell everybody, not to come with him, but go tell. And so tell the story of what God has done for you. And this is a, a big part of us not forgetting is 
remembering what God has done, and not just remember what God has done, but remembering what God is continuing to do so we don't become forgetful. That's the purpose of, this, of the Christian life, of the life of prayer, of gathering for morning prayer and evening prayer, of reading the scriptures to remember what God has done in history, in our lives, so as not to drift back into the unfaithfulness that makes us captive again, and continually remembering the story. That's a very important thing for us to tell ourselves and to tell others, this is what God has done in my life, keeps us from being forgetful and keeps us... Uh, uh, it, it's an aid to faithfulness. So a few thoughts about today's lessons. Continuing with the prayer for all conditions of men. O God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men, that thou wouldest be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially we pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth and hold the faith in unity of spirit, in the bond of peace, and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are in any ways afflicted or distressed, in mind, body, or, or estate, especially those for whom we make our prayers at this time. that it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Together the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thy unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world 